it's been a double-edged sword. Um, you and me coming in here the last five or six times and watching the videos before we start recording. Mm-hmm. It's playing hell on my psyche. <laughs> it really you, is. You look disheveled. Uh, it was just this one. You came in looking like like Walt in the last episode. It could deep. It cut deep, man. It did this one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a hard one. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm in this... you, you, you... I know. I know. You come in while I put on the music video, and you're like, um, you, look, you looked honestly like you had like maybe had a series of conversations with a ghost. <laughs> you're just kind of like... Yeah. You were just kind of, um, you looked kind of worried. You looked a little ashen, a little pale. The ghost. Um, yeah. Um, this is a level of hell. And you really dug into this one, huh? Is having to watch, I watched this video so many times. At first, the, there was like, you could have a, um, you could have, you know, there's a salve on the situation in that there are so many pretty girls in the video. Mm. But, you know, that, that kind of goes away over time after you've heard it like four or five times seen it like four or five times and it's just gonna and it, it hurts it hurts after a while and yeah all the all the good that you try to dig out of it just goes away and the there's an overwhelming flood of bad that just comes through ladies and gentlemen we're talking about a group out of boulder colorado in the mid 90s that i guess gained fame on myspace called 303 yeah, let's talk about this name for a second. Mm-hmm. Three oh three. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oh, you just makes, got done with the, the O the makes me think yeah. of the Sopranos. Oh, three, we lost oh, we lost Polly Walnuts. This yeah, week. The, the probably the number one O guy on the show. Yeah, um, and the name of the song is "Don't Trust Me," which no problem. Yeah, <laughs> it can do if you watch the video one time. That it shines through. Indeed, uh, we got Sean Foreman. Sean Forskin and Nathaniel Mott, I'm guessing is how you pronounce his last name. Oh, fucking Mutt. <clears throat> um, they uh, are best known for this single, Don't Trust Me, which is uh, stylized as all caps, no spaces, don't trust me, from their album Want, um, which reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. And um, they did a song with Kesha uh, later on. Um, but this was their first big hit. Uh, the year of the album, 2008, um, was uh, certified a gold album mm-hmm. uh, in 2009. Yeah. And then platinum a month later, two times platinum, three times platinum you remember in what, July what you were doing in 2009? Not listening to this. I wasn't listening to this. I, d- I had no idea about this, but I remember it was like the... the the bulk of the recession and I was opening up the doors to my shop every day, wondering how I was going to pay my bills and if the doors were going to shut permanently, you know, it yeah. was just a bad time and well, they I showed can... up at a bad time. Yeah. Know? Um, well, I guess, um, when the people are down, they'll listen to this. They'll wallow in shit. I was, I was out of my job 
at uh, a real estate firm in mm-hmm. 2008. Yep. Um, and working at, in a direct mail marketing company for a year or two for a year. Sounds really bad. And, um, it was okay. Um, uh, but my boss ended up being a fucking weasel. Um, surprise, surprise. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, that's when I started my long tenured career at Auntie Anne's pretzels. Mm. Um, so went there last week, got a pretzel. I wasn't not the same. Yeah. Not the same. You can I just def- that. I'm not not being a downer, not being a but you can definitely tell there's been a there was a drop off in service and quality and since you've left, Mark. I'm I'm not being a, a, a downer to the people that are there, but it's just it's not the same. Well, I appreciate that. Um oh, I, I think we've given about as much back history as we need to about the band. I'm trying to avoid can we talk about pretzels? Because I'm trying to avoid these guys with everything that I can. No, let's go into well, their history a little bit. I mean, yeah, um, we've, we've given them all you need. I think we've kind of given you. Um, well, yeah, but let's talk a little bit about the people that the two the, the people the people the the two people that make up uh, 303. We of course have Sean Foreskin, a world champion ultimate frisbee player, which is about as on the nose as you fucking get. He won the junior gold medal with Team USA in 2004. Wow! Um, for ultimate frisbee. Um, he once rode a bicycle from New York City to Boulder, and in 2009, he took the Trans-Siberian Railway in the winter, and in 2010, he ran the Chicago Marathon for the American Cancer Society. Well, so, you know. Why didn't he just stick with that? Uh, that's a very good question. All those noble things. Have you ever watched Ultimate Frisbee? Yeah. There's like a channel that you can watch on, like if you have Sling or something, that's oh, like I'm not going to do that. Ultimate Frisbee. No, but I mean, it's... It's pretty in- exciting. It's really not that bad of a yeah, sport to it's watch. Neat. It's yeah. pretty cool. So, um, and then Nathaniel Mott, his uh, his better half, maybe sidekick, um, got uh, <laughs> got married on Flagstaff Mountain in Boulder, Colorado, and went to medical school. Now, wow. it does not say that uh, he uh, this is this is the guy in the music video that doesn't really say much. This is the guy that almost looks like a young Dave Grohl. <laughs> um, <coughs> He, uh, his parents, he was born to a French mother and an American father, Dr. Warren Mott, distinguished professor of French literature at the University of Colorado at Boulder. Wow. So he comes from a fancy background and they got together and they did this. They shat this out. You could say that this pedigree and this altruistic uh, cycler athlete got together and decided that they were just going to ruin their career, ruin their futures. But they didn't. I mean, I'm sure they have a couple of dump trucks full of money because of this song. But, uh, or just dump left truck. In, yeah, dump truck. I know. Let's <laughs> let, yeah, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but let's just say that, you know, that our impressions of them were a little bit stained because of this. It could have been. It could have been, you know, it could have been a great thing for these guys um, if they just would have kept their standards up, I guess. Yeah, but they didn't. He's going to be a fucking doctor, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean. And we'll talk a little bit about more about that a little more here in the future of the episode. Right. Um, these guys did not know what was coming to them. Um, they, uh, it was one of those things where they were making music. They knew that they were relatively handsome and they were writing poppy stuff. And next thing you know, they were getting absolutely thrown to the wolves. Um, it's uh, Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. You and I have both made music for the better portion of our lives. And there's been times 
where it was either with other members of your own band or yourself, like sitting in front of a computer, messing with beats, whether you were just playing something and you made a garbage track, just something silly, you know, to fill the time, to pass the time because you thought you were being funny. Do you think maybe that's what this is? You think that's what they were doing? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Very well could be. Maybe. I mean, they they got on Warp Tour. So they were, you know, they were they were trying to do the thing. But I think like so many people, you know, myself included, it was like, I want to do the thing, but I'm probably not going to get to do the thing. thing. Yes. Um, And so, you know, you just you you kind of keep at it and you get on Warp Tour. But I knew tons of people that were in bands that played Warp Tour that folded a couple years later Mm. and never fully got it. Yeah. I know some people that played at Ozfest that got pretty big and then stopped. Yeah. You know, nothing, uh, nothing gold lasts forever, as they say. Pony boy. And uh, that uh, that goes three times for three. Oh, three. Oh, three. Oh, um, let's talk about this song. My favorite thing about this song in particular, the critical reception area of uh, their Wikipedia for this song. Lou Thomas of BBC called the song lyrically disturbing, commenting that, quote, some might go so far as to argue it's misogynistic and offensive. I wouldn't say that's so far. I would say that is I would say it's dead on the mark. Absolutely accurate. Yeah. 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 It is. I don't think we're going to be blowing anyone's minds here with uh, a secret uh, you know, a secret meaning of this song. Guarantee these guys look back on these lyrics and said, "What the fuck did we do?" I'm I so glad you said that because yeah. in an article with papermag.com, the person asked them Let's talk about Don't Trust Me. Do you regret any of those lyrics? Do you think it would fly in 2019? To which Nathaniel Mott said, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know if he's saying probably not. He wouldn't do it or he wouldn't fly. I don't want to get too, too into it because I want to wait to get to the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think they kind of know that uh, what they did here is fucked up. On a couple of spots, yeah. In a couple of different spots. Yeah, yeah. Should, uh, should we just jump into well, it? I, I think we should, yeah. Black dress with the tights underneath. I got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth. And she's an actress, actress, but she ain't got no need. She's got money from her parents in a trust fund back east. Tongues always pressed to your cheeks while my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth. You tell your boyfriend, boyfriend, if he says he's got beef, that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. That I'm a vegetarian, I ain't fucking scared of him. Yeah. Um, That's supposed to be the line that really... Do you think he's answering Kid Rock? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it. It's not. No. But just but think about last week. What a world. Are you scared? Yeah, and then we come head to head with... Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of him, you know. I mean, and, you, know, the, you know, a week later, Mr. <clears throat> Rock, Mr. Richie, definitely openly admits to having beef. Bobby, yeah, <laughs> good, good old Bob, good old Bob. Um, yeah, he does, mm-hmm. and uh, and these guys are vegetarians. Um, black dress with the tights underneath. All right, mm-hmm. we're off to a painting a picture. Yeah, 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 definitely something I can. I got the last. I got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth. That's disgusting. That is, it's like oh, that's a vile. Yes, my mouth is an ashtray. Come over here. <laughs> it's like you're. I, I think he's supposed to be like, uh, kind of talking about how hot he is or something. Or, but 
he just sounds putrid. Yeah, he does. And <laughs> and I don't know why you be a have lot of that. The breath of a cigarette on my teeth. A last cigarette. Right. Yeah. It, I, to be honest, this doesn't say the last cigarette. I don't know if maybe there's a uh, a miss uh, typing here. Um, Yours doesn't say last cigarette. No, mine does. Mine says a last cigarette, not the last cigarette. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Because right. you'd think it would make more sense to say I got the breath of the last cigarette on my teeth. Yeah. Not a last like, cigarette. That's going to be it. Maybe he thinks. Yeah. yeah. Th- maybe he's is... telling himself. <laughs> this sounds like the cigarette of doom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Absolutely. I would be fine with that. Which the music video does kind of own up to. He points to his teeth a lot in the video. Yeah, um, but yeah, there, there seems to have some sort of obsession with teeth, as you're going to wind up. Probably seeing. put a lot of money into those teeth. Probably had the money to do it. She's an actress, actress. but she ain't got no actress. She ain't got no need. Ain't got no need. Um, she has no need to be actress. <laughs> there's no Im- there's no impetus for acting for her because she's got money from her parents in a trust fund back east. Yeah, which I guess that's the only reason that you are an actress. Yeah is the need for money and not because you actually like to act and not because you went to school to learn to act and that became your you know your passion your love um no it's just because you have parents that put a trust fund up for you have you ever known anyone with a trust fund not that i knew of i don't think yeah same thing i do know one person but they never talked about it obviously i I think that that's probably what anybody that i would know Mm -hmm. and befriend if they had one, probably wouldn't talk about it, right? Because right. I try not to know idiots. It was um, there was a book that I read called a Th- I think it was Thousand Roads, and it talked about um, Graham Parsons, and Graham Parsons came from an extraordinarily wealthy old Florida family, and he had uh, a trust fund, and this was back in the nineteen sixties, and all of the members of the bands that he were in, whether it be the International Submarine Band or the Flying Burrito Brothers, had no money. And he was taken care of, and things were very, very different for him mm-hmm. because every couple of months he got like a thirty thousand dollar check. Oh, you know, and this was in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, uh, yeah, it just put him it's a lot of money. Yeah, back it's then. a lot of money now, was, but it was a lot. Well, that was when thirty thousand was a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, and and it just and he never mentioned it, but everyone knew it because it was so. You know, they knew about that time when it showed up. All of a sudden, he'd be on like a new motorcycle or something, and it just put him in a hole. Mm. You know, he had no need. Um, we have genius to the rescue making things making 303 sound 303 uh, a little smarter than they really are um, for the annotation for this area it says she's prissy in other words she's spoiled to death and is just being greedy for more which I don't know if that I don't really get that from the says no. at all that she's greedy you're right however this might also be the setup for a talk about pro- yeah, talk projecting about, yeah, projecting thoughts. yeah however this might also be the setup for a movie. She's an actress who's only acting for the fun of it. She's dressed like she wants to go home with someone for the night. And he's playing the role of the man who will start the movie's sordid chain of events by buying her a drink. Um, Looking way too far into that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I, they, you know, th- this has happened many times before. And we will hear a familiar uh, trope later on in the annotations. Uh, for a line that I was specifically kind of curious about, um, because these people just can't stop doing the things they do. I, dressing like she wants to get laid by wearing a dress with tights underneath. That's not, that doesn't say a lot. Just a black dress with tights underneath, that that could be, that's not painting very, I mean, 
that's a nice picture. Sure. But not it's not saying she's going out. Maybe you can get that from, you know, the video, but um, but just in the song, it doesn't really tell you that much. Oh, we'll talk about the video later on, which tells you nothing about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, tongues always pressed to your cheeks. Tongues. Tongues. Always pressed to your cheeks. Tongue, tongue, tongue. Tongue. I don't know why this this particular line made it into the song other than the fact that he wanted to rhyme something with teeth again. Um, I don't know what what is this what does so um what, let's let's check what the genius, genius have to say. has this picture here okay not on our cheeks uh, it's it a says, picture of a tongue pressed to teeth not to cheeks now again genius doing the thing they do the expression tongue in cheek means to speak in an ironic or insincere way meaning that she never does anything for real reason or with sincerity, anything for real reason. It also references that she's always making out with guys, so their tongues are always pressed to her cheeks. This, uh, These genius uh, commenters, and there are a lot of them, I just like to say that they wrote a book on this freaking song, man. Yeah. Um, every single line has a comment for it. I was expecting nothing, uh, and uh, everything... Everything had there are something with it. Little MySpace freaks that have just dove headfirst into this song before we got to it when it came to genius. Yeah, I uh, uh, I don't think that that's right at all. I, I mean, I guess maybe the uh, making out thing. Maybe, but it says she's pre- pressed to your cheek. I don't think that he went deep enough to say that you're you're being tongue in cheek. I don't think that she's being insincere. I don't think that the, in, at any point the girl that he's referencing in this. Um, in this song gets any credit for being, you know, um, intelligent from him. Right. From him, you know, not who knows about the actual girl. I mean, there's probably a girl that was smart enough to stay the fuck away. I don't know. While my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth. Now, the picture I got here was not going past her teeth, but actually being inside the tooth. It's kind of hard. As if to crack it open. And just lick whatever tooth filling is in there. <laughs> and it very, very, it very much grossed me out. Did you ever see Eon Flux? Oh, yeah. There's like, uh-huh. a, a, you know, where the girl in the in the thing, they're, they're, there's two, they're kissing. Yep. And the guy takes his tongue and lifts up a compartment in mm-hmm. her tooth and gets out like a message and then pulls the message back with his tongue. And while simultaneously closing the tooth with his tongue and then walks away to go about their spy business you right. know but uh that's a kind of for you yeah i was about to say but uh but i don't think he's that smart i no. mean i i don't think that that's what this is i just think this guy maybe you know um mott went off to be a doctor and this other guy maybe he's a dentist now you know maybe he has like some oral fixation with teeth could be yeah. uh, it's just a very gross sounding thing yeah and you're right on the inside yeah like, uh, like have I'm at, we're at the age might be a little hyperbolic yeah a little um this is one of the only lines by the way that does not have a uh, annotation and then of course the million dollar line that the song was probably all built around you tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef that i'm a vegetarian and i ain't fucking scared of him well let me tell you why this fucking <laughs> lyric is dumb just straight <laughs> off if it wasn't self <laughs> we hold these words to be self-evident that they are fucking dumb. <laughs> that all threes are created O three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Um, if her boyfriend has beef, and he's a vegetarian, 
then he should be scared of him because he's beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't understand. I mean, I know it's supposed to just like sound clever or whatever, but it, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense, and it's not. Tell clever. him. Tell if he has beef. Tell him I'm a vegetarian. Okay. And I'm not scared of him. Yeah, and I mean, this is totally stealing. You know, um, some uh, some a little bit of that fire from New Age Girl. Oh boy! Uh, you remember that song? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. So I went to a local um, place around here that does um, karaoke, and there were these. There was this couple sitting at a table, and they were doing karaoke. He's like singing whatever, and this motherfucker gets up and does this song, "Dead Eye Dick." Oh yeah, New Age Girl. New Age Girl, and this this guy knew this song too well. Tell me what he's like. <laughs> he. <laughs> so do I. Apparently, he nailed. The, like wow. He, I wouldn't believe I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was the singer of Dead Eye Dick and he just got up there <laughs> and did, you know, that old familiar tune. Retired to Southwest Florida. <laughs> yes, yeah. We may have to do that song for this fucking podcast. Yeah, I think you mentioned it before. Um maybe that was why. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this line is just fucking stupid. Um well, it, to me it sounds like, you know, um your boyfriend if he's got beef, tell I'm a vegetarian. Basically boost his confidence and let him know that the little scrawny guy over here isn't scared of him but can probably not take him i mean i don't know when yeah. not saying that everybody that i've ever met that was a vegetarian is weak and small but most of them are i mean most they're not you know like they're they don't look like arnold schwarzenegger that's for at sure. the time there was probably not a whole i mean there are a lot of weight late i can't say a lot but there are a fair amount latter-day weightlifters vegan and vegetarian weightlifters there are now that's true um yeah but i mean still Maybe the guy has a fucking gun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't think you should automatically just be like, well, I'm not scared of him. You know, well, maybe you should be. Yeah. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. When you're fucking around with, you know, some, you know, domestic issues are seem to be the biggest uh, cause of, you know, gun death, I think, at and this point. He doesn't really paint a picture that her boyfriend is a bad person of any kind. He's just like stealing this guy's girlfriend knowing that she has because I'd always felt bad in movies and TV shows where someone was like uh, slept with someone and then like found out afterward that they're seeing someone and they felt bad. They were like, what? Yeah. You have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I was always like, man, if this guy gets beat up or if this woman gets beat up, I'll feel bad because it wasn't their fault. Like, yeah. They didn't know. They had no fucking idea. In this case, he he's saying, I know. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll beat him up. A.K.A. Like, he's got everything coming to him that he probably deserves. Yeah, yeah, and I are is he is he at this point? Are we supposed to believe that he's talking to uh, the black dress woman with the tights underneath? With the top, because at first we sound like that maybe she you know there's some he sound like he's kind of an asshole. To oh, her. he's definitely an asshole to her. Yeah, you know? there's no you know last cigarette on my teeth. Like come come kiss my potty mouth, you know my ashtray mouth. And she's an actress, but ain't got no need. And then I. I Tongue's always pressed to your cheeks. Doesn't sound good. Yeah. Doesn't. I mean, it just, it, it doesn't. Like she's got a trust fund. He seems like he's kind of. He, he's not bringing up her positive attributes. Right, yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 Then we get this wonderful chorus. She wants to touch me. Whoa. She wants to love me. Whoa. She'll never leave me. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Don't trust a hoe. Never trust a hoe. Won't trust a hoe. Because a hoe won't trust me. She wants to touch me, whoa-oh. 
she wants to love me, whoa-oh. She'll never leave me, whoa-oh. Whoa-oh, oh-oh. Don't trust a hoe. Never trust a hoe. Won't trust a hoe, because a hoe won't trust me. I want to call back to a certain comedian who had one of the most intelligent, not a guy that I subscribe to, but he had one of the most intelligent comedic lines that I've ever heard before in my life, and it stuck with me, and that is, if you don't trust the pussy, why are you fucking the pussy? Who is this man? Well, sadly, it's Sam Kennison. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't listen to him, but that's smart words. Um, you know, don't trust a hoe, don't trust a ho-oh, don't trust... A- why are you writing a fucking song, you know, about a hoe? It doesn't... I, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, um... Obviously, I have just first and foremost issues with them calling this woman a hoe. Yeah. Again, we I haven't heard word one. And I mean, we've kind of talked about this before, I believe on the Shoop episode and maybe other episodes mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I'm not a hoe, but it's like the whole song is about how you're horny and you want to have sex with dudes. You You have the argument between... Should we say that that's not being a hoe, or should we say that's being a hoe, but being a hoe doesn't matter? I feel like I have this, like, conundrum in my mind a lot. Well, at first, you'd have to, you know, define what is a hoe. Right. You know, you'd have to say that. Now, there's, there are, there, it's, it's a wide, it, it casts a, a broad net. Um, a lot of people would just say a girl that has sex for money, a girl that has sex for power, a girl that has sex, you know, for... And, and men have been called hoes as well. I've heard women call men hoes. You know, it's just someone that throws themselves around loosely. Um, it, it depends on what the definition is. is. Is if she's having, you know, is this woman having sex for money? It's none of my fucking business. It's none of yours. And in that case, it's not, it's not a good thing to call her a hoe. It's not a nice thing to call her a hoe. It's, this is obviously, if you are calling her that, you have been scorned, which makes you look like a bitch. Well, and the thing is, is that he sounds and maybe this is one of his one of his the the cleverness here is that he is just as much of a hoe so far in the song yeah as she is right and i think that maybe him saying never trust a hoe because a hoe won't trust me because he is in turn a hoe mm. creating some kind of ororbrus of hodum <laughs> a snake a hoe snake eating its own hotel uh <laughs> Take a hoe to a hotel. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's supposed to be, you know, the, the Sisyphusian. <laughs> is he wallowing in the double standard of hodom? He might be. I think he is. This might be a like, hoe down. It's okay for me to be a hoe, but hoe, you can't be. Well, I think maybe he's cleverly calling, maybe he's cleverly calling himself a hoe. I mean. Um, but, you know, I, I, I also don't. In all, he's saying, she wants to touch me, she wants to love me, she'll never leave me, but I don't trust her because she won't trust me. So you're not trusting her. I, I, I'm i wondering, I guess, in part, are all women hosed to him? Is this like 90s gangster rap? You're right. He's running in a giant circle here. You're absolutely correct about that. It's just it's it, it's just not going to stop. It's going to keep it's it's perpetuating. It's perpetuating hodum. There's no end in sight. It's hoda <laughs> It's yeah. It's, but uh... yeah, um, 
is every woman there's a, no end to on him? the horizon it's gonna end up becoming a ludicrous challenge jesus christ um they're married now hindsight's 2020 they're married they have kids you know, they, apparently they've settled down. Maybe Nathaniel Mott is the one. Is maybe this hoe is the one that he married in Flagstaff. She's the hoe that tamed him. He got tamed by a hoe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's yeah, disgusting. It is um, stupid. Anybody out there that thinks it's okay, and I'm glad to say that I've almost eliminated that word from my vocabulary in the last couple of years. That thinks it's all right just to bandy about the word, word hoe. Uh, better have some good reason for backing it up because it's a pretty stupid fucking word at this point. Yep. It is. It, and it's, yeah. And I, I think I'm just going to leave you saying that because I think you said it best. X's on the back of your hands, wash them in the bathroom to drink like the bands. And the set list, set list, you stole off the stage, has red and purple lipstick all over the page. Bruises cover your arms shaking in the fingers with the bottle in your palm and the best is best is no one knows who you are just another girl alone at the bar he doesn't like this woman does he think that this is is this like the way his way to uh like you know by insulting somebody it shows that you know like you're endearing to them is this is that what he's trying to do here like by just making fun of this girl and, and pointing out all of her flaws is the way that he says, I love you, or the way that he says, you're endearing, you're, you know, I want you close to me. I never got that. Pickup artists like refer to it as negging. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Yeah, I don't negging. Like, oh, negativity. You know, yeah, yeah negging. being negative toward them and making them feel like they have to prove to you that you're wrong when you think negative things about them. Um, it's I think it's pretty stupid. Disgusting. Yeah, I think it's pretty dumb. It's terrible. It, it, I'm sure that both parties have played into this in, in many, many relationship dynamics of people that probably I even know. I think it probably can't be healthy. Can't, oh, no. Not at all. I mean, it is. It, there have been a lot of um, there have been a lot of articles written about this. Um, and uh, a lot of women have started kind of, um, you know, kind of getting hip to it or whatnot. Hmm. Um, and you know, I feel bad for anybody who would be likely to fall for this. And I hope that it has been put out there enough that most women don't fall for it, but holy shit. And you just, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen this, you know, some guy maybe looks a little bit good out one night. Oh, what's up, ho? You know, oh, you smell like cigarettes. Oh, you're not looking too good. Oh, you stink. You know, uh, and he walks away. Oh, what adorable little guy he is. Mm -hmm. Fuck. He's a fucking dummy. Um, Let's start from this beginning here. X is on the back of your hands. Wash them in the bathroom to drink like the bands. That's a big tell. So this is, oh. I think it is. Well, um, this is telling us that they grew up in in the culture. That, you know, they're, they. um, They were on Warp Tour. they They were on Warp Tour. They, you know, this tells me. That these guys at one point were 14 years old, probably heard Minor Threat, uh, thought it was the greatest thing in the world, bought some guitars, bought a shitty bass, a shitty amp, probably bought a PV amp, a crappy guitar, a pa- crappy drum set, and tried to play hardcore music for a little while. That's what this tells me. So, I mean, I think that's fair. Um, I think that this is also, I mean, so for those who don't know, the uninitiated, 
Um, putting X's on the back of your hands is a sign of a group of people called straight edge. It was done a lot. There were people that tattooed X's on the back of their hands mm-hmm. because it was a sign of, you know, that you don't drink and that you don't do drugs. Um, and, and then you turn 21. And if, uh, if you were true to the song straight edge, uh, you also did not have promiscuous sex. You only had sex with one partner. Um, however, um, this was taken from underage club, you know, people that were underage in clubs would get X's on the back of their hands cause they couldn't drink, which I think they found out pretty quickly was a dumb idea because then you could just try washing them off your hands. Now, depending on the X's and the markers that were used, it would be pretty hard to get it washed off to the point, um, to where they, it was, you know, not visible. Right. And then a lot of places started going to wristbands, which makes a lot more sense. A lot. Because you have to try and get a wristband. It's hard to get a wristband from somebody else because they want the wristband to drink. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it necessarily means that they're um, hip to the, to, to the scene, but... We know they are, so you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we know, they, they know about it, and Washington, they, uh, <laughs> this just starts off the call out, the, the negging, mm-hmm. this is the beginning of the negging, yeah. this is where it starts, and the set list, set list, you stole off the stage, has red and purple lipstick all over the page, now, this is, is the single most, it, it's the single most confusing line, maybe there's something we can get out of this. Well, no, there is not, okay. um, <laughs> not that I know of, so the genius annotation no, says, dumb. this lyric is pretty much as it says. She stole a set list and then began kissing it. This was probably done in a sexual way to show her love for the band. Well, the first thing I want to point out is that there's red and purple lipstick. Did she, like, wash her lipstick off and then put more lipstick on it to kiss it more? That's the first thing I thought, but that doesn't make any sense at all. I mean... No. I don't don't know. Why would you even put that on there? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, I guess... She gets the set list and maybe other people kissed it. Mm. I was thinking maybe the band kissed it. Maybe there are women in the band. Is there a red and purple band out there that has that like as their color and their font and the, of the name? You know, I don't I can't think. Maybe I'm there's sure some of those like bullet for my Valentine bands or whatever. Chemical like, Rome. They might chemical bromance or something. Could be them. Yeah. Um, now, and here's the here, most disturbing this. Line. What's going on here? So, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Bruises cover your arms. Now, I just want to point out again, I don't know who, I don't know who we're talking about here. I don't know if this woman is supposed to be the one that if he's got beef, I'm a vegetarian. Because that line leads me to think that he is willing to fight someone's boyfriend to be able to sleep with them or date them. Yeah. Right? That this is this girl's a prize. But the only woman that we're really talking about is this woman who he seems to be naked. He's like, you know, oh, you got these exes, so you wash your hands so you could drink with a band and you got the set list and there's and there's kisses all over it. None of these things really say like like so she can drink like the band kind of sounds diminutive it is it, it sounds condescending it is um and then the and then the lipstick thing sounds a little like she's she's like a little bit of a try hard why are you fucking saying that you'd beat up her fucking boyfriend if you don't even like her if all you're going to do is trash her then you get to this line where you say bruises cover her arms and you go Arr! yeah what yeah okay yes and then the next line is 
shaking in the fingers with the bottle in your palm. Are you saying the bruises are shaking in the fingers with the bottle in her palm? I'm really lost by that line. It's I'm really, really lost. It's bizarre. Yeah. All I know is that the bru- bru- bruises cover your arms. Your right harkens back to the bad boyfriend. You know, whenever you, whenever I saw a girl that had bruises on her arms, it immediately thought of a boyfriend that you know grabbed her by the arm and pulled and dragged her around. You saw that was that's the first thing you immediately think, and you're like, yeah, okay. So what? Your defend? Are you are you saying are you bringing this up because you're going to defend her because suddenly she's worth something after you did nothing but run her down for the first four lines, five lines of the song, you know, I, it, it's, it, it's challenging to figure out what the hell this guy's thinking. So you ask genius, what the fuck does this mean? And genius gives us a, an extremely song lyrics type answer, probably injecting heroin. <laughs> this song is about heroin. <laughs> Shaking and bruising at the injection site are side effects. What? Apparently, I mean, apparently that's the case. I don't think I've ever really seen much of that. I mean, I, unless you're, I guess, maybe shooting up a lot, and like blowing out a vein. Bruising at the injection site is yes, but uh, sh- what does he mean by shaking? Like shaking overall? I guess like I the guess whole maybe body when you're coming out. Okay, of, when you're coming down. Well, it can be. I, I've, I'm. I don't. I I've don't known claim a to be a heroin addict. So I've known a couple of people that have uh, unfortunately been addicted to heroin. And injections, uh, 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 bruising at the injection site does happen, but the shaking thing—I don't know what—I don't know what they're referring to. There is like a walk that people have when they do heroin. There is a there's like a twitch that they have. You know, if you've ever mm-hmm. seen Dave Chappelle's Tyrone Bigham's character, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good that's a pretty good um, uh, uh, ex- example of what you see in a lot of the scratching you'll see people scratching at their necks and at their mm-hmm. noses and their shoulders will kind of go back and forth sometimes so maybe that's what they're referring to but there's not like a shake you know it's just like a like a twitch more yeah yeah this line just if i told you if i if if i came up to you and i said the sentence shaking in the fingers with the bottle in your palm that sentence just does not make sense. No, it, that, it, we're looking at this as... It's grammatically just fucking bass backwards. And doesn't make any sense to what is going right. on to anything, like, yeah. at all. It, it, I don't think he could fit it in any song in any way. And then he says, and the best is, best no one is. knows who you are, just another girl alone at the bar. It sounds like he's making fun of her. Where are we at with this woman? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? That's going to get her out of her bad relationship, you know? Fucking... Uh. She wants to touch me, whoa-oh. She wants to love me, whoa-oh. She'll never leave me, whoa-oh, whoa-oh, whoa-oh. Don't trust the hoe. Okay. I'm not going to read all that shit. Yeah, I don't want to Because we want to run as fast as we can to get to this bridge, which is probably what he was talking about in the the, uh, interview about, do you wish there's something you could take back years later? Because not only is it offensive, Mm -hmm. but it's stupid as fuck. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is what he says. Uh, We've just done a really small indie deal, and we didn't know that anybody would listen to it. We were just excited to be in a professional studio, and we came up with this really funny line, and we were worried about whether it would offend people. But it was like, no, man, it's funny. People will get that it's tongue in cheek. In retrospect, if we'd known that many people were going to listen to it, maybe we would have thought more about it. 
But that's kind of the beauty of what we did. And I think people understand that. Even more so today, when we're facing so many serious issues, it's important for music to have fun and put smiles on people's faces. As far as 303 and our artistry is concerned, that's one of the most important things. Let people have fun. Yeah, this is a blast. This is I'm a... having Seth. Seth? I'm listening. I'm having so much fucking fun. This is have, have, didn't you see me fly up out of my chair when we got to the bridge and threw my hands in the air like I just don't care? God damn, I'm didn't just having see? the time of my life. Fucking all right, let's let's take away the the fact that this is offensive and stupid. Let's go through this line by fucking line. All right, you do that. Because we go haven't right even ahead. said it yet. Yep, yep. Shush, girl. Shut your lips. Right immediately telling this woman to sh- stop talking. Like, he just got done shitting all over her. Oh, you're alone at the bar you know, seemingly like pointing and laughing. And then you tell her to shut up. Shush your lips. Shush, girl, shut your lips. If that's not bad enough, do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. I'm going to let that sink into the listeners right now. Let's take away the fact right now that he's trying to be clever with the do the Helen Keller and talk with your lips and that it's supposed to be your um, hips. or with your hips um, that it's supposed to be, you know, there is it clever or let's take away the I should say, let's take away the uh, offensive fact, the part of it. Mm-hmm. Let's take that out of it and say, OK, it's not events. We don't even know who Helen Keller is. It, it's not clever. It's not clever at all in on many levels. One, it's not clever because it's just dumb. Mm-hmm. And two, Helen Keller did not talk with her her lips or her hips. Mm-hmm. I mean, she eventually actually did learn how to speak, but she's she communicated by writing letters on her hand. That's the way. If you ever saw the Miracle Worker, that's how she learned to communicate. Right. Much of an what what amounts to you have a, a deaf. She's deaf and blind. An extremely intelligent, deaf and blind person, and, she, and that she's got it me. figured out. And she's yeah. Well, actually, later on in her life, she she did. She was able to start to use words at at a point. They never at, so at the to point a degree. She was yeah, but um, but yes, she was um, but it, 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 knowing all of those things and knowing how offensive it is, take away the offensive part. It's just dumb because she didn't talk with her hips. Right. She did. You know, there was a way that she learned to communicate that was more. That you know, that was so much more than what we fucking had. Yeah, it's offensive, but beyond that, it's fucking dumb. Yes. So, just take everything back. Say we shouldn't have fucking done the song. Try your best to get it off of fucking YouTube because everything about it's fucking awful. This is. I hate this song. This is the problem. The interview. I was hoping that he would turn around and say, "Shouldn't yeah, have done. We it. fucked up. Yeah, we were." In our early 20s, we were trying to be offensive. Look, I wanted to be offensive when I was in my 20s. Right. When I was a 20-something-year-old white guy, I thought being offensive was funny. You know why? Because nothing offended me because the biggest worry I had was that I was fat. So, yeah, I I had the guts, I thought. I had the guts mm-hmm. to, to 
be offensive and use the N word to be shocking and to and to use the F word. And right. I thought, oh, this is funny that I'm that I'm really surprising people. And then you lo- grow up and you learn that real funny is something completely different. And that my so my idea of funny is sometimes largely largely based on shitting on people who don't find that stuff funny because it is real life to them or shock value yeah right yeah um you know i remember when i was young when i asked my mom who her hero was it was helen keller yeah because of the adversity that she had to overcome it's a common answer and ever yeah. since she was a kid and saw miracle or the miracle worker it's just like well how do you not fucking how are you not blown away by the shit that this kid was able to do mm-hmm. against all this adversity. And these fucking two ding-dongs are like, huh, do a hell of killer walk, talk with your hips. Huh, cool. And that's what all, all it is to them. And then their answer is, well, you just know it's funny. And it's like, well, it depends on who you are. And the people that would be most likely to be hurt by this are people that have experienced lives like Helen Keller who are either deaf or blind or mute or or any combination of those two or all three who probably have enough on their plate that they don't need you rich fucking guys from Boulder, Colorado shitting on people like that. Son of a French lit professor. Yeah. Yeah. Like who probably should know better. (laughs) Your your dad should be embarrassed. Yeah. The real, actually, to, to be honest, Mark, that the real crime in all this is, yeah, they did it when they were 20. You can blame youthful uh, impetuousness. Is that the word I'm looking for? Y- mm-hmm. You can blame it on youth is what I'm saying. But then you know better 20 years later. Just say, shouldn't have fucking done it. Right. That's that's We've simple. had our fair share of we didn't. We, heart doesn't do that one fucking song. Oh, yeah, all do. I want to do. They don't do it anymore. They don't do that. And that was just about fucking banging some dude and having a kid. That's just a story. Th- yeah. yeah that's and just like, a... and this is more offensive to women and it's more offensive to fucking, you know, people that are not challenged people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, oh, no, it was cool. No, it wasn't. I'm not even saying you can't make jokes about women or challenged people. But they got to be fucking smarter than this. They got to be. Yeah, I'll I say mean, that you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, no, you there, you could make a joke about, you know, almost anything, I think, at this point. And if you did it right, and it could be funny, and it, and it could not hurt. It, it's possible, Mark. It is fucking possible. Yeah. This is just blatant fucking uh, just, just shitting on people. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a whole conversation for another time. But yeah, I understand. This yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is beyond the pale. This is, it is lazy. It's ugly. It could have been taken back, and it wasn't. And it's all for the sake of a fucking pop song about some confused guy who is telling some girl that he's shitting on who may or may not have a drug problem or may or may not be getting abused or may or may not whatever. And he's like, you're just a girl alone at the bar. Ha ha. I hope Nate and Sean make it to Southwest Florida one day and we get to, I, 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 if they ever even come and they play a show somewhere, I'll show up, I'll bring a recorder with me. What do you have to fucking say about it now? I want to hear it. I want to hear their answer now. Yeah. You know, actually, that's a very good point. I'm, I, I'm wondering when this article that I read was written. Um, 2019, so not too long ago. Not long ago. ago. Not long ago at all. Um, and then it does the, we, she wants to love me, whoa, and I'm not even going to fucking read that Yeah, again. it does that, that horrible, horrible, stupid fucking chorus one more time. 
Um, the song for this, so this is going back to that interview. The video for that song is truly crazy. Yeah, being fun and weird is something we take pride in. I can remember that was the most tired I've ever been after that video shoot. We were just going crazy for 16, 18 hours. I'm not sure if there was a concept, really. It was so chaotic and all over the place. Just the raw energy and raw strangeness. So I'll tell you a little bit about the music video if you've never seen it. And I urge you strongly not Not to bother seeing it. Don't ever look at it. Don't look at it. It's got 50 million views. I don't want it to get one more. It starts with a... uh, This is the official video. Um, with uh, type uh, green type on the screen, a global virus of catastrophic proportions has attacked the entire male population. Only two male models from Colorado survive. This is their story. Uh, so I guess this is like their version of Why the Last Man. Uh-huh. Um, and their story is they're surrounded by beautiful women and they're lip syncing this song. And the women are jumping all over them. They are at one point uh, in a uh, something that looks like kind of like a hotel. Mm-hmm. And they're jumping around with the women. Then they are <laughs> in a set that looks with like a high school wrestling match. And they are wearing neon colored singlets because that's funny. Yep. There Hilarious. are beautiful women all around. And then the last photo shoot is in the prehistoric era. And the band is dressed as cavemen. Hold on. And they are wearing... And they're wearing... Go ahead. Very offensive. <laughs> they're wearing loincloths. Actually, yep. it's. I, I don't think if you're reading that it was in the prehistoric area, era, they are not... Actually, it's supposed to be in the Old West. And they are wearing Indian-esque um, Native American face paint with loincloths. And... Um, and there's cactuses around them. The the beautiful women are actually riding a, a buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I I have to say this um, because when I first saw the video, I thought to myself, "Wow, that looks really familiar to me. I've seen that set before." This song came out in 2000, and or the video came out in 2008, and just three four short years before that, there was another band from Atlanta, Georgia called the Black Lips. If you watch their very first video, the Black Lips' very first music video, it was called for a song called Fad. It's the same fucking thing. The set designer saw that video and used it, Mark. I'm going to show this. I'm going to show this video to you after after we're done, and you'll go, "Oh my god, it's the same thing." It's like the set designer completely lifted that set design from the Black Lips' Fad and put it in this. You'll see. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, they kind of look like they're in one of those dioramas from uh, like yeah. the history of national, you know. Yeah, like a uh, museum of natural history. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're supposed to be. I don't know if they're supposed to. I don't. I don't think it has a very caveman yeah. look, but it looks like they're just like fucking up their history, one way or another. <laughs> they're wearing fucking, which wouldn't surprise me. Loincloth. They're wearing loincloths and they're wearing face makeup. Mm-hmm. They're wearing stuff that is not white. <laughs> <laughs> does not have a history really with white people and they're just like yum 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 give me all this fucking give me all this shit give me the attention exactly this just, is, i'm gonna just tell let me my dress story up like these people of color shush your lips you're not gonna have to get it you're not gonna get a chance to talk that's so funny that you said that because mark as i'm sitting here and i and i went on my phone to get rid of these lyrics i hit on on the uh, the the cursor and i started to back up and i hit 303 and you know how google pops up suggestions you Mm -hmm. know for where the what you're going to type and it said 303 racist and i looked at it 
And I clicked on it, and there is a Reddit from 2018 where someone explains that um, what is the most racist, sexist, homophobic um, lyric you've heard in a song by a major artist. And the first thing that they fucking bring up is do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. And the folks, first fucking thing. That's uh, the end. The music video ends with a mushroom cloud. And I've told Seth, I've never been so fucking happy to see a mushroom cloud. Oh, joy. Before in my life. Yeah, no shit. Let them go. Could this be real? Um, I don't think it's necessarily very worth it to go through a lot of the song meanings and song facts. Um, there's not a whole lot as far as song facts are concerned, um, except for this weird fact. Um, this became the third act, starting with the numeral three, to post a top ten hit in the U.S. The other two, 38 Special wow. and Three Doors Down. Holy shit. Uh, so that's a little bit of an interesting... Tri- I may have to just throw that at our, in my trivia, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just, for, just for fun. For all of you out there that go to trivia and listen to lyrics to go. Yeah. Um, and people kind of love this song unfortunately mm. um it was a hit with a certain crowd here I, I, I this brings me joy like that mushroom cloud mtv sucks and so do these idiots and all idiots who listen to shitty fucking misogynistic garbage like this mm-hmm. this is literally a song by a talentless middle-class white boy who can't dance see video and who doesn't trust woman women bruises on your arms shaking fingers the bottle on your part and the best is you know you no one knows who you are disgusting if he says he's got beef, I'm a vegetarian. Wow, did he get Dane Cook to write that one for him? Okay. Yeah. That's from back in 2009. So, we had hope even back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to bother reading any more of this shit. It's disgusting. No. There's um, a lot of people that are just that just love it. and Let's close the door. Let's close, let's close the three doors down on 303. Oh. Uh, I'll go. Like, oh, three. I'm going to rate this song on a creep factor of zero to ten. I will rate it a... I'm putting my thumb way the fuck up in the air. You always you said you didn't want me to make you go. I on. want you to go. I just I'm no. I'm, well, go ahead. You, you I'm, I feel up. unburdened. Okay, I f- that's that's my thing. I feel unburdened right now, Mark. I want to let you go ahead and go ahead and give the rating, so my, that way you can let this go. My rating is seven point nine. Jeez. Yeah. Louisa. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, well, I don't like it. I mean, I don't know how creepy it is. That second verse, man. The negging that's going on. Mm-hmm. The, you know, shh, telling her to be quiet. Mm. I get to talk. You don't. 7.9. You're, you're, you're swaying me. Yeah, 7.9. You're swaying me. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to rate it a um, 6.1. Yeah, okay. 6.1. It's fair. Um, up next... We've got yeah. a fucking juicy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a juicy one. Now, it's one that you may have not heard before, Tell but it was it. a single. Mm-hmm. There's a young lady, uh, maybe not so young anymore, uh, named Desiree, who um, was most known for her her, her hit song. Um, gotta be wise. Gotta yeah, be what, wise. what was the song called? Gotta be? Is it gotta uh, You gotta be. You gotta maybe. be. I think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, we're not doing that song. No. We're doing a song she did called Life. And I just want you to listen to it. Um, and you don't even have to pull the lyrics up. Just listen to what she's saying. I wonder if there's a video. And you will it. know immediately. There is. Mm, cool. I believe so. It's gonna um, be, it's good. Whatever we get to watch next is oh, going to be better than what we just watched. Yeah, because yeah. This, was, this was painful. Yeah. Seth. Mark. Got a, a couple pleasure. of things coming up. Uh, got um, uh, a um, 
the Shy Tune is the band that I have with my family. We released, uh, released. We released a, a new record. It's called Trail Mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife originally wanted to call it the Shy Tune is Take a Hike, mm-hmm. but um, but that's what it is. It's got five or six songs on it. Mark, you were per- ple- nice enough to purchase it. I really appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. That was very sweet. I would have given it to you, obviously, but that oh, was a very yeah. sweet thing for you to do. Um, Support your friends. It's a lot of fun. It's. I think it's. It's. Uh, I think it's a cute record. It's uh, you can listen to it with your whole family. Hopefully, it'll give you a couple of silly little laughs. If you have kids, you have to listen to. This. I think uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, there will be some upcoming stuff uh, in rev- involving Jennifer and Amelia on local uh, media. Marvelous. Um, and yes, and that's what I have to say. And I hope you guys are enjoying your beautiful Florida summer. Are you, Mark? I am. It's hot. It's, it's hot, hot as, as balls. Fun. I was just hot in Philadelphia, hell. and uh, it was oh, hot yeah. as balls up there as well. How so. was that trip? You got to see karate? I got to see karate. They mm. were wonderful. I got to see my friend Adam Volk, who uh, you also remember from back in the day. I saw pictures of the chicken and ribs. Oh, my God. Though I, was, I started oh my sweating. God. Oh, my God. It was... It was beyond amazing. I'll so bet. this is episode eighty something, which Jeez, is still mind blowing. So we'll have to we'll have to figure something out for something good for episode one hundred. Thank but you for listening, folks. Yes, we appreciate you. We love you. Oh, one other thing we should mention. Go for it. We are going to start having our episodes released <laughs> on Monday instead of Friday, <laughs> so you'll be able to um, start your week. Start your week with us. Yeah. Um, no nonsense trivia podcast. Our sister podcast that I do with Lee, which has had Seth on multiple times, uh, is going to start being released on Fridays. We are going to swip switch with them so be able to listen to some terrible lyrics at the start so that'll be starting in august the first week of august mm-hmm. so uh be prepared for that the height of hurricane season through yeah. yes yes exactly we're you gonna twist it around yeah we're gonna we're gonna hit you baby um so in the meantime go ahead and listen to life by desiree and we will be back next friday with more lyrics to go <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>